0: hi everybody and welcome to the third episode of triumph over trauma today i have another beautiful and wonderful guest and i have the magnificent sinéad keen and anyone i suppose who has been following me will see that myself and sinéad keen um we do kind of a lot of stuff together And I'm so beyond grateful that our souls have connected on this path. Um, And Sinead has had some journey here from grief to everything in between. And she is a beautiful light worker who shares her gifts and her wisdom with all the beautiful souls out there. Um, So welcome, Sinead.
1: Thank you, Kira. I'm so delighted to finally be on.
0: And like everything, it always happens in divine timing. Mm-hmm. So today we're here and it's the right time. Um, and I just know you have so much to share. And this podcast is a space for you to share your journey in a way that comes from your heart and from you. So I'll be here and I'll hold the space. But, you know, you you'll guide this, you know, as much as, as you see fit. And I was out walking and I was telling Sinead um, that two little robins were in front of me. And myself and Sinead believe that, you know, her dad in spirit and my David have guided us together. Um, And I think that was their way of saying, yeah, girls, you've got this. Um, But they wanted me to ask you a question. So the first question I want to ask, because I know you've got an amazing presence on social media and you've just um, changed your name and we'll get into all of that because that is so symbolic, I suppose, to where you are right now. Um, but were you always into all of this or would you have called yourself spiritual or into all this healing stuff?
1: Um. So the answer to that is no, no. Um, I I guess I grew up in like a somewhat Catholic household and we were encouraged and sometimes forced to go to mass but I used to find that often when I'd be at mass as a child I'd be thinking about anything but what was actually happening in mass <laughs> and I suppose as a young teenager then as I grew up you know I'd be thinking about oh you know there's boys over there what are they thinking or are they looking at me or I'm looking at them you know so yeah I definitely wasn't connecting with you know I suppose with I suppose um a higher a higher light or guide or whatever words you want to to call it but when I think back I guess there was glimpses at times and I I always remember um, being in mass one time and, and of course like church is only one way to access spirituality, you know, that's true religion, but there are many ways. Uh, And I just remember one time, you know, that they were saying the words, Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. And I got this real sense that like, oh, like, maybe Christ will come in my lifetime in this lifetime you know and I I always found that like my sense was that nobody actually thought that that could happen or would happen but yet the words were saying that you know so I think there was there was parts of me that would question things like that and then like you know it was very fleeting you know very fleeting and I was very caught up in I guess the physical world the material world and what we could see touch and feel you know like that's what I was caught up in and um it wasn't until well I guess yeah I I, there was always a part of me that asked a lot of questions you know my mother used to always say that I drove her mad asking (laughs) questions about life about people like things that she just did not have the answer to and things I probably still don't have the answers to (laughs) but um, so like it makes sense that I followed the route of like psychology and psychotherapy you know because uh, I always had this curious drive to understand life and understand human beings um, but I don't it wasn't until I lost my dad in 2017 that I really started to question beyond this physical world you know so I was questioning about human beings about life about behavior all of that but I wasn't you know, tuning into the the unseen world and the spirit world, um, and it was it was his passing, I guess, that forced me, um, you know, to to dive into that world.
0: Yeah, and, and you're kind of leading me in into the mm. next bit. But I think it's important to share that. So, you know, because a lot of people might resonate with that, that even, you know, we might be on this journey now, we might be dipping our toes in and we might think back to our childhood and little things might kind of spark a remembrance in us. Um. So, and, and I suppose, do you, would you resonate? You mentioned about your, your beautiful dad passing, you know, before that you had started psychotherapy had you started your psychotherapy mm-hmm. training so you had like a drive in you to help other people
1: amazing yeah for sure that was there and what was interesting was like my dad definitely had that too and we used to sit like regularly and talk about you know life and the meaning of life and like yeah I guess whatever was going on for us and um so yeah that was there and I guess I didn't want to lose that connection with him so I then turned to him in spirit in order to continue that
0: yeah and your dad is such a special soul and maybe like would you like to share a bit about him before you know mm. just I suppose to give people listening an insight into who he who he is
1: yeah so my dad's name is Keen, and he. Lived for 56 years on this planet, uh, and he was born and raised in West Limerick, a proud Limerick man. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, and God love him, he supported Limerick, hurling through the years of you know not too much, um, not too many joyful celebrations. Um, he got to see them winning one All Ireland in 1973 when he was I think, 11 years old um so yeah he was um he was loyal and passionate you know without much reward and it was yeah interesting that the year after he passed they won the first their first all ireland in 45 years and have since won three all irelands in four years so he's definitely doing something up there he's up there pulling strings <laughs> definitely yes <laughs> he yeah he's up to all tricks but um so yeah, he was um, just an ordinary guy and um, an ordinary guy, but an extraordinary soul, I think. And um, he lived for ten years in the United States in San Francisco and loved life there. He really loved the outdoors. He was very fit and active. Really treated his body like a temple. And um, yeah, he was he was a passionate man and. He was an amazing dad. Um, he would have literally died for his children. He was. He would have done anything for us. Um, but I guess he he struggled a lot in life, and he experienced a lot of challenges in life, and experienced a lot of trauma. And it was only even after his passing that we became more aware of the level of that, and. Um, you know you'd see the beautiful light in him like when you know he'd smile like you just see his whole face light up uh, and like he used to love dancing as well and like he'd, he'd come towards me like kind of like as if he's oh. dancing, you know and like you just see the light of his spirit when I look back but you know there was also just a lot of density and pain within him and you know that's I guess I saw a lot of that you know and um, that was very difficult as a child and and as an adult as I grew into my young adult years um, it was difficult because you know I suppose I would have done anything to try and help him but I guess it was beyond it was beyond me and I guess like yeah um, deep down that was that was his path the path that he chose but yeah, he was like he was very full of life and love, um, but equally carried a lot of pain. And one thing I think that just sums up how deep he was, and how he was on a very spiritual path here, like very, very spiritual man. And um, I think he was quite alone in that. I think he was. Um, I think he was quite conscious. And around him, he didn't have a community or he didn't have people to turn to, to, you know, like I've been gifted you now in this lifetime, you know, somebody to just chat about everything with. Um, And I I have others in my life as well, thankfully. But I don't think he had that person. And that was really hard for him. Um, But one thing he used to say to me was that he was an electrician. And um, he used to say to me I bring the light to people and like when I look back I just think that's so amazing that like yeah that I guess I would never have thought of that and I think that he had that realization and you know just whether it was with his presence I'm sure he brought a lot lot of light to people just by being in their homes but also you know actually bringing the physical light so I think that just kind of sums up the depth of him. Yeah,
0: I had like goose pimples. And mm. when you were saying that, like, you know, and someone else said to me recently, truth bumps. That's our mm. body's way of actually resonating with, you know, that's your body's like this is this is truth to me. um, And I suppose, you know, this podcast is called Triumph Over, Over Trauma and I'm sure as a child you never ever expected you know to 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 lose your dad you know like we we you know as we grow up we we a lot we believe that you know if anything you know they'll be with us to see our kids or if we choose to have kids in this lifetime so if you feel called to share your experience off grief and and you know I'm sure that was so brought up so much for you and and shock and everything and you know um and yeah just how how was that for you or how did you navigate that
1: yeah so I guess um yeah I'm still navigating it Mm. to some extent um but so basically in 2017 in early August 2017 um my dad took his own life and died by suicide which like was you mentioned the word shock it was just the biggest Mm -hmm. shock ever and you know I've shared how deep he was and you know how we talk quite philosophically together and stuff but yes like that would never have crossed my mind you know I never thought that that would have that that he'd even contemplate that you know and um I kind of look back in hindsight now and I realize that like that was just how it was meant to be and that like you know that that we just weren't we just weren't meant to know you know and that 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 was his journey that you know that was when his soul decided to leave and um yeah I guess at the time it was just like, I was actually only thinking this yesterday, so perhaps it was in, in anticipation of today's podcast, that, like, you know, we are just living day to day, and, like, as you know, I think sometimes we think there's a destination, that there's an end point in life, but, like, sometimes, like, life just, you know, ends or rapidly changes, like, on a random day, you know, just, like like, it was just a random Wednesday afternoon, like, a beautiful summer's day, you know, so it's, like, I think, yeah, I think in ways you think that there'll be like preparation for these things, but I think things like this can just come thundering into your life with no warning, you know? Um, yeah, so from there, like, life was never the same again. And it was just a huge turning point in my life, in my siblings' lives, in his siblings' life lives, um, and I'm sure, some of his friends um and I guess for the first while you know there was just so much when I think back it feels like so long ago like I guess just questioning everything and you know how you know could it have been different and could we have done something and um and I guess trying to find answers. And luckily, you know, we did find answers pretty quickly, which I think really helped us at the time because, um, yeah, I think that it, it it was like puzzle pieces coming together, you know? Mm. And I think I'm, I'm very grateful that those pieces came together. And I think he kind of, he meant, he planned it that, he planned it that way that like we would find the puzzle pieces um for to give us some some level of understanding you know um yeah so that brought that brought peace but you know it was just I think I the biggest thing for me was like thinking like that the world like needed to stop like how can life be continuing on like how how is like you know the world just waking up and getting on with life when like I've lost my dad like when he's no longer here do you know i felt like it just felt like such an injustice or something you know and there was just I would have felt so much anger at the time and um, you know anger towards a lot of people around me you know for getting on with their lives nearly you know um and I guess it was it was like that that's a lot of the like it was it broke my heart like literally like and I just remember finding a quote one time saying like um something like this hole in the heart this hole in my heart is in the shape of you um no one else can fill it why would I want them to you know so, and oh, got the goose pimples again <laughs> <laughs> The <true bumps. laughs> yeah and like now I'm like proud of that hole in my heart like oh, yeah. you know I wouldn't have it any other way you know and like I know now that that's filled with the light of his spirit like okay there might be a physical hole but there's it's just filled with so much light um but at the time I didn't know that that was going to happen like at the time it was just like heartbreaking and um yeah, I I was going to share something else there, but that came off, and now I'm after losing my train of thought. But um, yeah, I guess like yeah, those early days and nights, God, you just question like had the will to keep going, and like it was always just like, okay, if I can get through today, I'll deal with tomorrow. Tomorrow, like you know, literally one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time. <laughs> And yeah, that's what was, I was going to say was I found a lot of comfort and I'm very grateful and lucky, I guess, that like, you know, it brought us and his family, like his siblings a lot closer. And I just found that was the one place where I felt some level of understanding was with my siblings and with his siblings, because you knew that we were all experiencing the same pain and the same grief you know obviously we all experience grief individually and in our own way but you knew it was it was similar you know and I think that's where I wanted to spend a lot of time you know was with those people and like I'm very grateful that I had that opportunity but also like there's also a lot of I guess change that comes with a uh, with a a passing or you know a death like this in the family and like I guess we were called as his children to kind of make some changes in terms of like I guess people who we know would have caused him a lot of pain and harm that like we no longer wanted to be around those people or we kind of felt almost like we owed it to him to you know to stand by him so then there was a lot of like and this can happen a lot in grief you know with people where like there can be a lot of like almost fallout in the aftermath and I wouldn't call it fallout there wasn't like there wasn't actually any fallout so to speak but there was there was some aggro you know and like that can be you know there's a lot more challenges that comes than actually grieving the passing of of an individual you know there and like yeah there's a lot that can go on and you know even in terms of finances or you know like there's a lot to figure out figure out that isn't spoken about yeah um and just yeah I guess just things that need to be decided and taken care of so yeah there was a lot of like physical things that needed to be done you know and um yeah I guess there's there's challenges in that too so that's kind of you know to share I guess how challenging that time was and that's only literally like a little snippet of it like there was Many nights where you'd I'd lie there questioning everything, or like many days driving to work where I'd literally relive the day, like where we got the call over and over, and going through every detail and just reliving it over and over and over again. You know, yeah. um yeah. So you know that's just a little snippet of it.
0: And you make the connection there, as in like you know your heart is broken. Your 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 in the depths of grief but yet you're here in the physical world and there's things you have to do you know so you know you're trying to function but yet you're broken and then you know there's there's other things going on and and I think that's really you know helpful for anyone listening to this because you know and I'm from my journey I just nearly wanted to go and isolate myself but you have to I suppose you know if you've commitments here or whatever it's like you know, slowing down and and even what you said there, if one day at a time is too much, doing the, the one hour at a time or whatever. Um, and I loved what you said about na- you're still navigating grief. Do you know? And that's why going back in and sharing your your experience and like that, you've only given us a little a little glimmer of, you know, your your journey, but you know, and we and we'll all we'll all navigate it differently, but even I suppose, from where you are now and to where you were. Did you ever think that you'd be where you are now? when you were in the depths of grief does that make sense because I think that will bring lots of healing to anyone listening who is really struggling and grief doesn't have to be symbolic to losing a loved one it could be you know a job it could be you know a, a friendship a relationship you know it doesn't have to be you know someone passing over over to
1: spirit yeah, so absolutely not is the answer. Like I could never have envisioned that I'd be here in such a like really a short space of time. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. five years isn't actually that long. It's not, it's almost it'll really be five years this August. And um yeah, no, and it's actually funny because only recently I was saying that to my friend who's also lost her dad. Um I was like, God, like you just never imagined that we'd be here, mm. you know? And like the thing is, I guess I might have, and actually, it's funny you asked that because I remember thinking that and saying it to my therapist at the time. Like I was twenty three when I lost my dad, and I remember thinking, like, how am I going to live to like eighty, like, or let's say if I'm yeah. lucky enough to live to eighty, yeah. I could live beyond it, or I could be gone a lot sooner. But like, the thought of that was just so overwhelming. I was like, I can't, like, live like this until that age, like. I can't carry this much pain, you know? And it nearly makes me like emotional for that aspect of me when I think back because, like, sure, God love me. Like, you know, like it makes me just want to wrap myself up in like cotton wool and just, you know, because you're just so vulnerable and tender and just raw. Like, everything is just so raw, you know? And um, like the slightest little thing. You know, can almost add salt to the wound, like you know things that like now that would not phase me, but you know at the time it was just everything was just too much, like so, yeah, I remember thinking I can't live that long like with this pain, you know, and um but yeah, where I'm at now, like if you told me that I'd not only still be living and functioning but that like I'd be thriving and like really living and like feel like more myself than I ever have and more connected to my dad than I ever did when he was probably here in the physical world like I mean it's stuff beyond dreams like of where I'm at now and like like I mentioned I'm still navigating grief it's not all like oh that it's yeah it's all perfect now but like in general like the grief how it would hit now is more nearly like just gratitude like that I have such a strong connection to him, yeah. and like I I I might cry like with almost like just appreciation like for my connection to him in spirit and and there there is sometimes a part of me that's like oh I just wish I could physically hug him like do you know I know he's there hugging yeah. me or yeah. I know he's, he's there the like physical yeah it's the physical yeah like I know he's like there dancing with me or whatever it is or like. Laughing at me, <laughs> but like I'd love to see and hear his laugh, or like, yeah, touch him, you know, like hug him, you know. So definitely, I think the physical part. I don't know if that ever goes, but I'm I'm op- yeah. I'm, I'm open to seeing that. But um, it's no, it's like how grief hits me more so now. It's just like, oh my god, like just gratitude just so much Mm. gratitude yeah
0: and you share there and you can even like I can see Sinead here because we're recording this on zoom and you're (laughs) smiling and your face is beaming up talking about your dad and even that connection you have now but I suppose for people listening to this you know how and uh, like how do you get signs or how have you made that connection along the way or was it just a natural thing or if you have any advice for anyone or
1: um like it's funny because it's it's not linear like it's not like oh this happened and then you move on to this and like do you know and like even when I'd get signs let's say in the early days like I'd still be go like drowning in grief or like you know so it kind of just it like happens over time but like I guess as soon as he passed I like couldn't Fathom that like I'd not be connected to him in any shape or form ever again so immediately I was like trying to connect with him in the spirit world now I say trying to connect with him if he if he appeared to me I would have been terrified (laughs) like I didn't want that yeah I was like very scared yeah of all of that but I just wanted like just I guess even like comfort to know first of all that he was at peace that was like a big one for me for weeks like I remember even like me and my sister like going to meet a local priest like with all these questions like being like and if this happens how do you know this and you know like all these questions just to know that he was at peace and like but from very early on like we used to get signs and I I guess but that was also our willingness and openness and our asking like from the moment he passed like it was like you need to let me know you're here like you need to let me know you're okay you know and um I guess like I remember so I was still in college studying psychotherapy at the time and my dad used to give me money every week towards my like fees and I like struck up a deal with him that he'd give me a white feather every week instead of the money oh, every week. Yeah. And like I used to always find white feathers. Now sure I was probably looking in every ditch and every hole. But <laughs> no, well, you yeah. got some. <laughs> but I did get them. <laughs> but um, like oh like that used to just bring me joy just for a fleeting moment, just mm. for a second. And even that glimmer of hope, like I used to follow that, you know. Yeah yeah and just to know that like I would that I could feel, yeah. still feel yeah. something just even for a split second yeah um yeah so then I just like keep asking for signs and like let me know you're here let me know you're okay and you know they'd come through like the most random ways like songs and like or even like random people like I might meet someone and they just like offer me comfort or that and I nearly know that like dad had put them on my path you know and um yeah like I think like sometimes obviously the mind can question now my mind doesn't really question anymore because it's definitely been proven to me but at the time my mind would definitely have questioned a lot like Mm -hmm. is this real am I making this up you know and like I yeah I guess I I suppose you know I I just think like if you get the sense that that it's that it's them giving you a sign or that it's them that put that person in your path just trust that like yeah. you know just just be with that and if it gives you I used to say at the time even if this is a lot of you know crap like if it's not true if it brings me comfort and a little bit of joy like it's worth it and the thing is I know it's not a lot of crap mm-hmm. right I know it's very real now but at the time I used to say that and like it was true it did bring me comfort so you know anything that was gonna bring me peace and comfort and a little bit of hope and um, so yeah I guess um, you know over time like the connection to him in spirit became stronger and stronger like um, yeah I can find it hard to like think of like the linear timeline of like how to like signs started to change or that but I know your sign from David like was the dragonfly mm, yeah. mine was the white feather yeah, so yeah. um yeah so that's kind of like the main sign for me but then like I, I suppose I um I got uh like well I suppose like I then oh. it used to often come through music like he used to love music so I get a lot of signs through music um but then I got pregnant um in so I found out in like September
0: 2020
1: Yeah. Wow. and um like I just you know remember calling on dad to help and like make sure everything is okay and like be with me and you know I guess it was a surprise for me so I had a lot to yeah. work through with all of that I was like oh my god am I cut out for this and you know it was going to dramatically change my life so I guess I was definitely asking for some help and guidance with all of that and um like I was just in the bath one night and it was early pregnancy like maybe I was about 14-15 weeks and um I didn't know if I was having a boy or a girl at the time and I just had like candles lighting and it was really relaxing there was like a storm outside it was lovely and I um just closed my eyes and was relaxing and like all of a sudden in my mind's eye I could see my dad dancing with a little girl and like she had this curly hair and she was so cute like she was about three you know in in the in the what would you say almost mind movie and um and I just heard him saying like Fia Fairy," and I was like okay so it turns out we were having a girl and we have named her fia so like he chose um her name and um yeah like i guess that just brings me a lot of joy and comfort and obviously it was hard when she was born that like he didn't get to physically meet her but i know that he he has already met her and like actually played a very big role in like bringing her to me and choosing her name and like it's the same even with my sister's kids. Um, like she had one kid, Joey, when he was alive. So he got to become a granddad for one year. And oh my God, he just adored Joey, like obsessed with him. And he was obviously called after dad because my dad's name is Joe. So um yeah like that was amazing and like I guess we got to see what he would be like or what he was like as a granddad you know so I you know I get to imagine like what he's like with Fia because I believe that Fia can see him I believe that like yeah they're like you know watching over her or like you know playing or you know I really believe that and um, my sister's second child Robin is called after him in terms of Robin, all the Robins appearing and coming into the house and everything. <laughs> She's had many Robins in her house, my sister. So, yeah, like he's so alive, you know, in terms of us and in terms of his grandchildren. And like they talk about him as if like he's here, you know, like my little nephew. I'll never forget one day. Now, this made me quite emotional at the time. He was playing like um, drafts, you know, like, like chess almost. Yeah. and like he the a picture of him and dad up at the table and he's like oh I'm playing drafts with granddad joe and like you know yeah. I just like he's very alive yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. so it's just amazing and like now I guess like I believe that like he is literally spreading so much magic and love through me mm. and like I believe that we had agreed to this like that like i guess on some level when we were in the spirit world before we came into the before we came onto planet earth that like we agreed that whenever he'd leave here or you know um i'm sure like it doesn't look exactly as maybe as we agreed to in that obviously we have free will as human beings but i think like that we agreed on some level that when he'd leave that it would spark a deep remembrance in me and an awakening that like, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And like I, that life is far greater than we can ever, you know, comprehend. And like, I've experienced like this feeling of just like, you know, multiple times of just like, oh my God, like this is amazing. Like the wonder of life, just the wonder of life is just, like even just nature, like seeing, the cycles and how things grow and shed and spark new life every year like it's just amazing Mm. life on earth and yes there's so much pain but there's also like so much joy to be experienced and I think like I know that like so I guess I always like used to look at grief differently in that like I knew that this was our agreement that like I was to go on and live life and to like share a message of hope and like that yes grief is so difficult and losing somebody as I said just breaks your heart open but that like it can just allow in so much light into your life and the light of you know of spirit and hope and you know love and like eternal love because I know you always say that love never dies and it doesn't like love is eternal you know yeah
0: yeah
1: and um I know that like that yeah that I'm here to to share that and um based on my experience but like it was funny I I never like put it into actual words and it wasn't until I read your amazing book Mm -hmm. um at the end of 2020 Just at Christmas time, I like devoured the book in a couple of days. And like what you put at the end in terms of like adding another piece to the grieving process of choice, like that just sums it up for me. Like, because me and dad might have had this contract and this agreement that, like, okay, that I would go and spread this love and this message of hope. But like, as I mentioned, as human beings, I believe we have free will and we can choose not to. Step into all of this, and like it is a choice. And when I read that in your book, yeah, it really like just put the words on what I felt, and I was like, wow, she feels very similarly, yeah. like oh, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a choice to like say, okay, like, am I going to let this defeat me, or like, is it going to be the making of me? Do you know? And like, I know that Dad wouldn't would wouldn't want anything more than that, like you know he loved us unconditionally and like only loved to see us filled with joy and happiness and like it's funny like if you'd go to him like with a problem or if he could see you were off he'd always say but you're okay are you like but you're okay are you like (laughs) like it was nearly like yeah the world could be like falling apart and he's like but you're okay are you like I think he just like couldn't cope with the fact that like one of his children mightn't be okay deep down you know Mm -hmm. so I know that like he wants us to be okay and that more than that he wants us to thrive and like Mm -hmm. step into our purpose and um and like I like you mentioned at the start like I know that like you and me were brought together like to join forces and to like be even probably stronger and like emanate that message even more and transmute it out like I suppose when when you join I I guess a mission or a purpose Mm. or your light together it becomes even stronger and more palpable and like I guess yeah it can um flow even further so like I think the two of them are up to awful tricks up there
0: And I suppose our outlook on grief is so different. And like, even when I put the book out there, I remember being like, oh, my God, you know, well, you know, I suppose society, we, we can be conditioned that, you know, And I speak about that and I put it in the book about, oh, this is it. Now your life is over, you know, and, you know, your life will never be the same. But it doesn't mean that, you know, like you're sharing your experience here of, of thriving, but still navigating grief. So we're not saying, you know, we've figured out grief and we're over it. What we're saying is, you know, we have made a choice that we've gone through this traumatic experience. We've lost someone we love really dearly, dearly, but we have chosen to do the healing and continue to navigate this, but to continue to live our life as well. So it's the duality, isn't it? You know, Mm -hmm. feeling, feeling the loss, but also feeling the joy. And that's what I think. I don't know, would you resonate with this in grief? That sometimes we can get so stuck in guilt and in the loss that we actually, people don't let the joy back in, like what you're talking about there and the choice like we have to choose and you yeah
1: chat. and I think like probably staying in guilt in a way is probably almost staying in the middle it's like it's yeah. probably preventing yourself from really allowing your heart to break as well like to really go into that pain like because it you can actually physically feel it like yeah. it's like a pain in your chest yeah. and the anger like you know just so filled with rage so I think sometimes staying in that place it can be nearly to avoid going into that because it's so it's so yeah. hard like it's just yeah. so it's just it can be feel like as deep as an ocean um but by not going into that you know fully yeah you 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 can't fully get to the joy then, you know yeah. and um, call on the light yeah yeah so it's it's it, as you said it's the duality like Feeling both, and you know, just because it's been five years, or just because I feel this way about it, or view, view it this way, doesn't mean that like I won't be hit with yeah, a wave yeah. of grief again. Let's say on, it's his birthday in a couple of weeks, you know, like yeah. that, like I'm sure it will come in some shape or form, like you know. So, yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's it's a lot, it's feeling both, but as yeah, as we've mentioned, like. Yeah, making that choice that like no, like life is for a living, and like that he would want this.
0: Yeah,
1: what would
0: what would Sinead now say to Sinead back then, who's in the depths of her?
1: Mm. I'd just like wrap her up in yeah. like a warm, cozy blanket, and I'd like take care of all her physical needs you know i'd like just make her so comfortable because i think we need so much comfort in that time you know and i would tell her to just sit with whatever is there and you know like to just to just be with it be with it don't don't fear it you know be with whatever you're feeling and like it's okay to feel whatever is there that there is no right or wrong just be with whatever is there you know take the support that's being offered you know or if it's not being offered ask for support if you need it you know and like talk about him you know keep him alive by you know just talking about him even if you're talking about the same thing 20 times over like just keep talking and um yeah just like to tell her that like But sure, I know she wouldn't have believed me, but tell her that, that. like (laughs) it will get better. And that like Yeah, yeah. That like you won't believe what lies ahead of you. Like you literally won't believe what's in store for you. And um, you know, this is just one part of your journey, like one part. And like you, you know, the mind thinks that dad is gone, but he's not gone at all. He's just transformed. He's just like you know he's just like death death isn't the end it's just a transition it's change and it might take you know I'd say to her it will take a while to adapt to this change but like he's always there like always with you and you know nothing can ever take that away from you you know so, yeah, to just yeah. to just be with be with what's there and and know that it will be like that forever.
0: Yeah. And even thinking back then, like you've had another major transition in your life with beautiful Fia and you shared your dad, you know, giving you the name and showing you, you know, that I suppose every part of your life is I suppose that there's a higher purpose or, you know, we, we don't need to know what's coming next. So, you know, and you've recently changed your name on Instagram to remember me. So has your, where is your outlook on life now?
1: (laughs) I think that's (laughs) because I know
0: you've got Sinead, like has so much wisdom and a wealth like where, yeah. Where is your outlook (laughs) on life now or what wisdom would you like to share? We could do a podcast for about
1: five hours. I'm laughing because it's not remember me. It's remember who
0: you are. Remember who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I got the remember bit. That sums me up though anyway.
1: This is one of the many reasons why I love <laughs> and appreciate you, Kira. <laughs> um, yeah, we're having a good laugh, anyway. That's the main thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um... <laughs>
0: <Remember>. <laughs> we're bringing in, we're calling in the element of joy. And we're being ourselves. And that's so important. And, <laughs> you know, I think that comes through on all the podcasts I do. I told Sinead before she came on, I said, this podcast will not be edited i said because we didn't come here to be the edited version society the conditioning you know we're just going to show up and call in you know our angels and our loved ones and just trust and surrender
1: oh yeah (laughs) oh god yeah so i have recently changed my name yeah on instagram it was so s keen wellness like shanae keen wellness and um I just changed it to remember who you are because I think um, like I was saying in the beginning, like we can be so caught up in the physical material world, but like there is so much more to each of us yeah. than what you see, you know? And like, you know, I know that, well, we all, I suppose, are becoming aware that we are energy in motion, that like we have energy fields all around us and that like, you know, to remember remember that remember the eternal peace of us that will never die and you know remember like why we came here you know I know that might sound like very deep or very maybe even hard to understand but like we all came here for a purpose for a reason and to remember that and remember that like that life is for living and you know that like I just think it's sad that like so often we're just existing in life and going through the motions and, you know, getting up, going through the motions, going to sleep, doing the same thing day in, day out. Like, you know, there is just so much to be experienced here when we can slow down and just take it all in and like move with intention and like walk throughout the day being present and open to like miracles showing up every day. And they and they do and they will if if you're open to it and if you slow down and um yeah I believe this process is a remembrance like I think everything we need is like encoded within us within our souls and within our bodies and like that we just need to look within and sometimes like we need somebody to hold that space for us like and you know we are relational beings and that's what's so you know that's beautiful part of the human existence it's also can be a painful part but it it is a beautiful part and like for example you holding the space for me today to share and speak you know Mm -hmm. so like coming together in like divine collaboration is just so beautiful but I guess like realizing that everything you need is within you and every you know all of the wisdom all of the books all of like your next steps everything that like you're being called towards is all lying dormant within you just awaiting you turning within to discover it and like the mind might tell you you can't do that you know that's nonsense whatever but trust me just even like take one step daily to try and connecting with yourself and over time you'll start to see miracles happen in your life and um I I just do think that that like sometimes we need somebody to hold that space for us and it's not that they're there to fix us or to show us the way or you know it's just that they're there holding the space they may point out oh have you looked over there or you know um signpost you but like they don't have the answers you know you have the answers and it's 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 a remembrance it's not out there you know. It's not about finding it it's about like it's remembering it and bringing it out of you into the physical world so yeah this change of name was um very divinely guided it's been coming in for a long time and it finally felt like the right time to take the step. and I guess I feel that I know where my work is headed like there'll be one-to-one work in terms of finding this remembrance there'll be group work you know coming together as i said is just amazing coming together with like-minded people people who are on their own journey and you just come and meet at this intersection um it will be through um connecting with nature and the land i think the land has a very big piece to play for us and um there's yeah that it can unlock an even deeper remembrance within us because we are we are nature, we are an extension of the land and we are so connected to the land or I say we are so connected I guess naturally we should be connected you know you know sometimes we we've become disconnected but our natural way is is to be really deeply connected to our environment like every animal. So yeah, I guess the remembrance, you know, that I've I've called it Remember Who You Are, it will be true one-to-one work, through group work, through connecting with nature. Um, I hope in time there will be a book, there's some poetry book, a poetry book coming. So there'll be lots of ways to tap into this remembrance. And it's not me giving you the answers, but it's like possibly, you know, sparking something within you or um, asking a question that maybe might, you know, might ignite something within you or like through this podcast through my words and you know what i'm sharing that that will ignite a remembrance within you um what it's all about it's about you it's not about you know me giving you the answers and even through the words i've spoken throughout this podcast it, it whatever i've said is resonating with something if it's resonating it's resonating with something within your being within your body if it if that wasn't within your body or your being it wasn't it wouldn't resonate so like don't underestimate your own power and you know just how powerful you are and how you will become even more powerful the more you connect with your eternal self and um yeah with that divine light that is within all of us
0: I feel like going gone do you know like as in when I was listening to it, I was like, yeah do you know and like that I believe we chosen and and you've just kind of mentioned soul contacts with your dad and then your beautiful fear coming in and like I believe you know nothing is by chance and if you're listening to a podcast or you feel called to go to something you know where someone's holding
1: Mm.
0: notice how your body feels because like you said there it's something within our energy field and we don't need to know the mind doesn't need to figure it out Mm. Um, but where can people connect with you I'm going to get this from you because I'll guide them to the wrong place.
1: <laughs> remember you're, me. You're not here as a guide, so are you <laughs> not here? <laughs> They'll be Googling. Remember <laughs> me.
0: No, I can't find that at all.
1: <laughs> I know this. Um, yeah, so I'm on Instagram as remember who you <laughs> is the name of it. <laughs> um yeah on instagram and then i'm in the process of changing my website over from www.sineadkeenwellness.ie to um remember who you are.ie so depending on when you listen to this podcast you might need to search for one or the other um and then yeah you can contact me by email or um through my website like there's like a contact um space and um yeah I'd love to to hear from you or you know if this sparked some remembrance within you or if you took something from this um please do reach out if there's something you want to share or even about your loved one or um yeah anything that that really resonated um, feel free to reach out
0: Well I think naturally do you know and I love the way there's always like a natural flow when you're connecting with someone who you really resonate with Mm. and it's coming from the heart um but I just want to say thank you so so much you're a beautiful soul in this life a beautiful mother do you know you're you've got a beautiful light and so much wisdom and you know I've no doubt you are going to do amazing things in this life and you're already doing it. So I'm just grateful we crossed paths. And I think that was a really, really powerful conversation. And I hope whoever is listening has got what you need and yeah. Sending all the love to y'all.
1: Yeah. Is there anything just,
0: else you'd like to share? I,
1: well, I just want to thank you and like to give that hope to others that like sometimes it can be a lonely path. Mm you know when you're awakening and when you're you know asking bigger questions about life and like I shared about my dad I felt like that he didn't really have anyone to turn to but like I am just so so grateful that like you have been gifted to me and like you know this there's always so many silver linings you know through everything and through grief like there has been there has been many and like this is one of the like the most beautiful silver lining is like that like life brought me on this path and that I connected with you and like how it's funny in ways like how there are a lot of similarities but also a lot of differences in our story in our stories but like it's just it's amazing that like what we've gone through like I I've no shame in saying like we are amazing yeah we are amazing for what we've gone through and are going through and like I just think it's so powerful that we're connecting true love and true hope and that like we're not connecting you know and like if we were if we crossed paths earlier in our journey we may have been connecting through the loss and the pain yeah. but that wasn't our that wasn't our story that wasn't our past and ours you know I just think that we're we're that we can come together and laugh about like what are the two of them up to now and you know <laughs> that like yeah we thinking they're up to awful tricks like and you know it's it's so beautiful like and I'm just so grateful for you and I guess the reason I'm saying all of this is obviously for you But the reason I'm saying it live on the podcast is also just to give other people hope that like life will gift you amazing people and experiences if you just keep going. And even if you haven't lost somebody through grief, just if you're on this awakening journey and this journey of remembrance, like you will find people that resonate with you and that can appreciate and love all of you where you don't have to hide bits like. I have been sharing so many weird parts of me mm. with Kira and like <laughs> she does the same in return and like we just laugh like and it's just amazing that like you know that you don't have to hide parts of you you know and the, the right people will love and appreciate you know will appreciate you for who you are you know so just just to say that and yeah to thanks. So yeah. thank you once more for. Holding. I'm
0: right back at you yeah, and and like that just keep being your unique
1: mm.
0: amazing awesome self and even if it feels lonely for a little while the right people will come even there I was saying remember me and Sinead's first and <laughs> laughing being like sure it's not remember me at all you know but like that's like Sinead accepts that that's you know like I could I I've got your name I call you Sinead I'm good. you know like we just <laughs> got you know, that thing right yeah there's an unconditional love there mm-hmm. you know and everyone deserves to have them people in your life but we got to push through because there can be a time on this journey where we mightn't have that would you kind of agree with that that
1: oh definitely yeah. it, it, it was very lonely at heart yeah. yeah at certain times yeah so keep going
0: and mm-hmm. sending all the love and thank you Sinead